cool scene. Similar to Banjo and Kazooie. Yeah. Hello yeah. and welcome. My name is J.E. And with me today is my good old friend, J.E. Hey, it's me, guys. How you doing? That's me. It's Alex for today. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Alex? Slash Jay. It's Jay. I'm doing okay, Alex. How are you doing today? Good, good. Did a Freudian slip where I was thinking about you while introducing me. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. So you're going to hear some nasal. I'm trying to breathe out of whatever hole's working at the time. But those are not the sicknesses that we are talking about today. Today, we are creating something new. Every week on We Are Not Game Devs, we imagine a brand new video game idea from our minds. Join in on the fun, be creative, and if you have your own unique video game idea or want to patch ours, write in to appoundgames at gmail.com. Today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 204th IP. We're going to begin with this concept. <clears throat> Disclaimer. <clears throat> in my sickness... There were times that I would wake up in the middle of the night and stay awake for an hour because my throat hurt or I had a headache and I had to wait for medicine to kick in and I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. Elden Ring is not a game <clears throat> that you play in the middle of the night. <clears throat> Excuse me for an hour and be able to go back to sleep. So I'd go to manga. I read One Punch Man. I read a lot of One Punch Man. So this story is going to be loosely based off One Punch Man, but not really. I want to create a game where you're in a world of heroes. And it can be any time. I don't care the timeline or whatever. But I want it to be where there's a monster that keeps trying to become a hero. And then he'll see someone that needs saving and he'll try to save them. And then the person that he's trying to save or she, well, I don't care what the monster gender is or whatever, is um, scared of the monster because they're monstrous and they don't start off that monstrous. They're just like a little, you know, they're, they're weak, but they're trying. They haven't hit their training arc or whatever. And then heroes come in and as you know, they've grown up admiring heroes. They find that the heroes come in and just absolutely beat the fuck out of this monster and laugh while doing it almost to the point where it feels villainous on the hero side. And then they leave it for dead. And because of that, it comes back stronger, but also with a little bit of hate, but it keeps trying to save and then keeps getting beaten up until it gets to the point where it wants to beat up heroes and then it starts getting into hero battles where other heroes will come to save those heroes. And it keeps repeatedly getting beaten up and getting upgraded stronger and stronger until the point where, and this is where I'm copying from One Punch Man a little bit, where other monsters start talking to it and try to recruit it, but it doesn't want to be a monster either. So it starts beating up monsters. So you're playing this story-driven game of this outcast who's trying to be accepted by everybody but is accepted by no one so instead decides to try to crush them so you're the monster as a player character yes but you're not really a monster in the sense of like personality wise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in fact whenever there's like school children or like an innocent that's about to get hurt you're not gonna hurt them but you're just tired of being treated like shit for the way you look 
and feel like there's injustice in the way that just because the way that you look, you're not allowed to do a certain job because it's discriminatory. And also on the monster side, when they try to recruit you, when they come into the game later, you find it discriminatory that they're like, Hey, you must be up to some evil shit. Come join us. It's like, no, I'm, I'm just trying to live. What do you think? So I don't know exactly how this game is going to play, but I think the way the leveling up mechanic will work in this game, um, you could only level up once something happens to you. And that something is you go and try to help someone, but then end up being in a boss fight with a hero and you will lose that fight. It's scripted that you'll lose. If you're really good at this game, you might be able to get close but near the end, if you get that close, the hero will just use like a OP move and just yeah. kill you. And and the point is, is you're trying to push past your limits in such a way it unlocks a new part of yourself. But in doing so, you have to leave a part of yourself behind. And eventually you start becoming more and more monstrous looking as this happens. Sure. And stronger, yeah. of course. And so the problem is, I don't know what, how... that'll become fun where it's like, obviously the game has to start off right before the, the villains start coming to you and asking you for help. All the other stuff is just backstory because like we can't just have six boss rushes for you just to get to that level where the monster thinks of themselves that I want to go fight heroes now. So I was thinking about this. Let's start off with you trying to save somebody and you get in the piss knocked out of you, right? So then you come back stronger and you train a little bit. So then you start taking out lower level heroes. And you're just like, you don't deserve to be a hero. Like you suck. And if I can beat you, you don't deserve to be a hero. And on top of that, you're probably just doing this for the glory. And then after beating a couple of underlings, the real hero comes out. Not real, but, you know, the higher ranking hero. Think about like My Hero Academia almost. You know how there's like, how there's like a certain top tier of heroes and rankings and then there, and then there isn't. Okay, so you're beating like lower level tier heroes and then a bigger hero comes out and you try challenging them and it breaks past your limits so that you learn a new skill. So I'm thinking as you're fighting Maybe these tentacles come out of you. And now at the end of your combo, if you press square at the end of it, then you can shoot a laser beam. Right. So then it'll be like where you slowly get more stuff added onto your kit as the game goes on, making the fighting more satisfying, but also making it more complex as you're adding more things on so that at the end of the game, when you're fighting these top tier heroes that once used to just beat the piss out of you, you're now standing toe to toe with them, but with really great technique and abilities. That's all fine. I like that. And I was thinking along the same lines anyway. Uh, I'm still focused on how the story and the game's going to play out. 
So how about this? This is what I'm thinking for the story where there's going to be a trailer that starts at the beginning when you press new game that kind of explore or that kind of explains why this monster wants to be a hero. And then it shows you shows the monster like in his earlier years or whatever. And he's ready to try and do this thing. And he goes out and tries to do a simple hero job. Like, I don't know, let the old lady cross the street or something like that. Right. And like you say, the person he's trying to save screams in fear. And then at that time, C and D list heroes will come and try to like save the person you're trying to save away from yourself. And then you fight them and beat them and stuff like that. Right. And then that's like the early game where you're just fighting these B list heroes that don't really have superpowers. Don't they, they mostly use like gadgets that are like not that cool or whatever. Um, and then eventually your name, as you're trying to save more people but getting into more fights with these lesser heroes, uh, your name kind of gets out there and eventually you start fighting or a B rank hero would like come in and challenge you because you're like beating up all these lesser heroes, right? And then that'll be the majority of the game. And as you build your reputation up in the hero world as like a up and coming like super villain, um, more and more stronger heroes start fighting you and then also villains start coming to ask to like team up and like and you know what i mean yeah and what i think is great about the villain structure is the heroes are always going to team up together to take out monsters right but the villains are going to get there and then you're going to be like and then if you're like no i don't want to be a villain you're terrible and they're like all right let's fight but i think what's great is like let's say if two villains come to recruit you and one sees that you have another villain on the ropes and that they're weak, they're going to take that opportunity to take that villain out to then ascend the rankings. So then it's going to be a different kind of chaotic battle structure or one's going to run away and ditch so that you can take them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think what it's going to be <clears throat> is there's going to be a little nuance where with the heroes, <clears throat> you're beating them to a pulp, but you're not killing them. However, with the with the villains, you are killing them. So even you have some internalized discrimination where you're like, no, if I don't kill if I kill, if I don't kill them, they're going to kill me. Right. Um, maybe in terms of when you fight heroes, it's not so much you're beating them to a pulp. It's more that I think. You're beating them down to a certain point of their health, and then you run away. Because I do see this kind or, of like where they open can't world fight game. anymore. Yeah, where they're no longer a threat to you. Right, but I think it happens even before that, where you, there's like way a mechanic in the game where you could use the environment to like stun the hero, so it gives you a chance to get out and run away, type of thing, right? Whereas for villains and other monsters, yeah, you're just straight up destroying them as much as you can. Uh, not running away at all. And then I think it would be an interesting uh, aspect to this game. Let's say um, there's two different like pools where there are, I guess it will be just like One Punch Man where there are tiers of heroes, like an actual tier list that heroes try to climb up and down. And then the villain side has the same deal where they're trying to become more powerful demon or yeah. more powerful and they don't have to be demons but um whatever the more powerful and the this and 
tier of like bad guy list. It's like some underground right. outcast clan kind of. And I couldn't agree more with that. I just think it's also would be really fun if during these fights, there's also certain scripted moments where, for instance, if you run into that initial hero who beats you and, you know, the one that eventually like made fun of you in the beginning of the story and you couldn't beat him, you run into him. He's like a class A, class B hero. And you're, he's like, a villain will never be able to hurt me. And you just start punching him. He's like, it'll never work. And like you get more and more angry. So then maybe you sprout more arms and you just keep hitting the square button. And then you see him slowly eat his words until you keep punching him and more and more punches come out. You know, almost like how devil may cry does where you keep punching and it keeps progressing until he starts. Just, you see the ground crater and he just keeps falling more and more into the ground. till you beat the rocks up and then you just leave him in a crater and then you just walk away. And then it's like, that's how the fight ends or, and you see, it's like a 100 punch combo or something. Yeah. I like certain things being... like that, that like those are current key pieces of evolution. Okay. And I also like, yeah, it like kind of more like side quests, but more like uh mandatory side quests that gives you skills or something like that, or like extra combos <clears throat> and stuff like that. But I feel like on both sides, there's going to be like a nemesis system where it also, there has to be like an app or something. It's like, kind of like the boys where it's, there's like an app that ranks heroes in popularity. And then there's like a most wanted list that ranks bad guys in terms of danger levels, like a, like a want list or whatever. And you follow these app, you go into this app to kind of follow where the heroes are in this live ranking thing. Right. And then um, depending on who, which hero you happen to go fight, not intentionally, but uh, depending on where they are in the rank, when you start fighting a villain or you try to build your reputation as a hero and try to do heroic stuff around this open world, uh, it will drag a certain hero to where you are off this tier list, depending on where your reputation as like uh, trying to become a hero rank. Because there's going to be that rank too, where it's like you're building your reputation as of uh monster right but it's like it says that but it's you trying to save people but it's just like right and how it works i'd want there to be levels too so like because the story is advancing there's going to be certain levels in time but as you're walking around these levels i want there to be tv screens and stuff because you're in a city and it'll be displaying different heroes at different places where it's like and then we have a battle going on here with the with the hero um Bolt Kirkland and he's using his electrifying attacks to attack here. And then you can kind of stop and listen and then hear about the different heroes and then choose to face off against them or the villains. And well, you can learn their powers a little bit. I think and that's you how go, you can choose who to go after. I think you go even further than all of that, where this is a full ass open world city, completely explorable, kind of like think of Lego Marvel game where it's a full fucking city. And when you op- touch press, touch, press the touchpad it opens up the map you're going to see these little circles dotted all around the map and these little circles represent where heroes are fighting other villains and at any moment i think you can go to those places and get involved in a fight that's already going on between a hero and villain and then you could also there's also going to be circles that's like 
here's a place where you do something heroic or try to do something heroic. And then those are all around there. And that's how you fight like higher level heroes. Um, and then there'll be like these different events that are live happening all around the map. And that also affects both your apps that show like where the ranking of villains are versus the ranking of heroes. And all this is happening live all the time. I like it. I like it. <clears throat> and then I eventually, I wanted to progress where, because he beca- they, it becomes so strong that it starts getting a cult following. And it's still a little misguided in the sense that it just wants to be strong to be recognized. That when it shows up, people are like, no, nah, you don't got to do it like that, man. Like, you can just be your own thing. Like, you're fine. And heroes are, and then I think heroes are also starting to recognize it because it'll kill, kill, you know, this monster will kill key villains. So in the late game, it's like, you're, you're doing great work and you're not like, and you know, it'll be something where uh, a key villain, because the main thing, the difference between villains and this character will be that villains don't care. So they'll destroy for the point of destruction. Whereas this character is only destroying really strong characters to show that they're not that strong and bring them down a peg or two. So it's not going to be like necessarily eating innocence or anything like that. Maybe one villain tries to take out a school for leverage and then it just uh, goes and and instead of do instead of uh, it letting it take out the school, will block the attack and maybe fight. Looks down upon using um, other people as a way of combat. Yeah. And I mean, even with the heroes, it's not like he's going out looking for heroes to fight. He is using more self-defense against heroes that try to challenge him type of thing. Yeah, we could say that. And probably going after heroes that this character deems that they're just in it for the glory or they're not doing it for the right reasons or that these that there's a lot of heroes out there that aren't even really heroes at this point because of what the system's created. Yeah. I mean, I think we could do that, but that would have to be like through, I don't know, either like, a, I don't want to keep adding apps, but there might be like a, like a Twitter app where you could find heroes that are doing no good or whatever. But I think for the most part, you're just going out to try and save a citizen. Like you open your open map, you see that there's a citizen nearby that needs help. You go there to help ends up not working the way you want it to. And then a hero just comes to go save someone that you're trying to save already. Uh, and that's why you mainly fight heroes. And then when you're fighting like hero versus villain moments, I think you go there. And by the time you get there, it could be like one of three outcomes where the hero is winning heroes. They're evenly matched or the hero is losing. And you could like try and finish off the villain during one of those instances. And depending on, the hero in the certain situation, it can all play out a little bit different. And I think this can lead to really cool, awesome battles where there's a bunch of different mechanics and scenery being used where you have a hero that is in a mech suit that ends up upgrading and you have to like take out the mech's core or overheat it. Or so imagine the, the brutality without the gore of God of war where you know how those fights end up escalating and escalating and escalating until you're like, holy shit, I ended up chopping this dude's arm off 
ramming it, ramming him into a tree, picking up the tree, slamming it on top of him, and then throwing him over a waterfall. But instead of that, it's with different kinds of powers and the sky's the limit with the powers. So whatever you want to think of, people can do. Yeah. What is the monster's power? Is it just that he's super strong and can kind super of, strong? And I think like they're going to be limbs and stuff. Bodily, yeah, bodily adaptations with those, eating, um, being able to fire blasts, corrosive, poison, um, being super fast, digging underground, um, different aliens coming out. Um, uh, one monster, you chop them in half, it makes two, then four. Then they start chopping themselves in half to make more. And then it's to the point where they're just swarming kind of thing. That's one of your abilities? No, that's, these are the monster abilities. Are you talking about the character's abilities? Yeah. Oh, so the character's abilities, I think, are going to be where you're eventually going to get armor that in mid-game, you're going to get armor that deflects heat and laser blasts. So eventually, those, are gonna, those aren't going to phase you or knock you back. Then you're going to get additional tentacles where you can kind of punch and <clears throat> shoot blast and it's going to deflect. Then I think after that, you're going to be able to move at super <clears throat> sonic speeds so that you're going to be able to see different street lamps and buildings and be able to teleport to those things by pressing a button like triangle. And then you'll be able to do triangle square. So it'll be like you teleport to the street lamp behind a hero, then hit the punch button to then charge an attack at them. So super speed, you're going to eventually get armor that uh, that you can then if you concentrate, like let's say somebody's charging up a blast and shoots at you, you can put an armor through it. You can have super speed to dodge. You can have punches that end up going faster and faster till eventually. Um, you can also do a blast where if you like do just one strong punch, it'll send a wind blast at somebody and you can just almost like pop them too. like with lesser heroes and lesser monsters. When you get strong enough, I mean, with the monsters, it's going to be where you're killing. You're going to be able to like punch somebody so hard that they just incinerate. OK, so it's, you, can it's, you think of any other cool powers, though? I, I, I mean, think those the thing are is, like, we got to stick to one. You know what I mean? So it sounds like you're going with super speed is the main character's power. Like just eventually it's like all of your reflexes are getting better. Yeah. Super speed and super strength. OK, cool. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I sure. Because you, you have to get stronger as you get speedier or else you, you're, you're basically hitting like. No, none of your hits are going to be effective. Yeah. I mean, I watched The Flash. I know it, because of The Flash, in my, it's my opinion that speedsters are the strongest superhero, just period. Nothing could beat The Flash in my head. Um, but okay. Yeah. I, it's just not what I was expecting this monster to have in terms of its po powers. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's fine. We could do something like that. Because the only other thing I could think of is it can't just be super strength because a speedster will be able to take it out unless it becomes too big. Like your character becomes like a Kaiju level. 
then speedsters don't matter because it doesn't matter how fast you are, you have to climb all the way up, right? But then if you're it's a kaiju level of big, I don't want to design a world for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be like in my head, this character, the main character, the monster or whatever was going to be like no face type of just a black blob thing. And um, its powers would be kind of like. Like it could transform its body into like different things. And so one time he explained it doing like a bunch of different punches with a bunch of different limbs. It just makes like 10 fists. And starts punching with ten fists, type of thing. Is I thought what you were going with the direction of its powers, um, where it could be we like could, uh, we I could don't, do I don't know that. What character I'm thinking of that can do this, but um, like I'm the only reference I have right now is Baby Girl Five from Dress Rosa arc in One Piece, where she could turn any part of her into a weapon. But for yeah, this guy, it'd be like yeah, just random things. I was thinking like that, and then eventually, in a superpowered form, like the blob slowly turns into like a sculpted god. You know what I'm talking about? Where almost in any anime, they end up looking where it's like they look like they've worked out every single day of their lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unless you want it to have that kind of cute feel to it, but eventually it gets creepy. Where there's this blob that takes out everybody. Well, I I, mean, I, thought- I, I guess it's Kirby. Well, the whole idea I thought was that it changes as you learn more experience. So I thought eventually it's going to, it yeah. starts off like how no face starts where it's just this tiny little blob. And then yeah. as you keep feeding, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger into this monstrosity. And I thought that was kind of like the idea where it just keeps yeah, getting but, bigger, but into not bigger. bigger per se, but more monstrous. Yeah. So I guess I use monstrous as an adjective can mean big, but what I meant was actually like limbs looking like, like like no face, but you're getting instead you're getting like a like a scarier skull. There's like carapace armor that's starting to develop on you with like sharpness to it. Yeah. Like uh like fable-esque transformation type stuff. Right, right, right. Just to give like a sense of progression. Does that make more sense? Totally. Now Eventually, I want this to end where you're facing heroes and villains that have powers that are beyond. You know, I'm talking about where it's it's almost as if. You could face. Somebody like the human torch. Where it's like a bad accident made it so I have these powers and you're like okay you're a gimmick you turn on fire that's really cool for c tier b tier and a tier even but in s tier it's like invincible where it's like no i'm an alien from another planet that's superior in every single way right until you get to the point where you're facing like these huge battles and then i don't know where you want the story to go from there but i think it'll be pretty cool as that's when you get into these special elite group type of fights. I think the problem with the story that we're going in is I think Endgame Endgame is that the Hero Society finally accepts what and who you're trying to be. 
and they need they recruit you to fight one big bad that's been brewing underneath the story. That's what I was time. thinking too. And I think that big bad is going to be something like an alien coming in, but not even an alien. I mean, I a think it, if, if we're just going to do a story, a typical superhero story, it's the number one hero at the time, and he's actually evil. You know what I mean? It, That'd be great. Is and I think what he can do is now we're taking all the stuff is the number one hero promises to give power to others and ends up taking their power sources away. So they're like number one, but they've actually been preying on the C and D tier heroes. And then you eventually have to take them on. And you were just like, I kind of want to continue the theme where your character's like, I told you, you guys were fucking assholes. Like I told you the number one hero sucks. You guys suck. And they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. There is a lot of things wrong with the, with our hero system. Yeah. That you pointed out probably not in the best way, but. I'm trying to think now. So does that make sense to you? Does that does that feel like there's a there's a framework there? Because I feel like I'm bringing in this ideal that seems like it would be fun to play, but I want to make sure it makes sense to you over there. Yeah, I get it. All right. What kind of art style were you looking for here? I was thinking this game would would look good, but it doesn't have to. Like what I mean by that is it doesn't have to be realistic graphics, cutting edge, but I think it would be fun if it had a cool art style. Uh, in my head, it doesn't like generally have a art style. I think it kind of just looks like Insomniac Spider-Man where it's realistic, but not a hundred percent. Yeah. It's not artistic like in any way. It's not like cell shaded or like hand drawn or anything. It's just, uh, it's just a take on a contemporary world that doesn't have any like visual, uh, sticks or anything like that. All right. With the music, I wanted to start off where in the beginning it's like rock and band music. And then um, there's going to be some serious music here and there. And then eventually it's going to be like high riffs and high, high pace music as you're fighting until eventually in end game, it's going to be orchestraic epic type of music. In my head, it, I think I'm hearing the opposite in my head, where at first it starts off very heroic and like very like typical like Avengers theme, Spider-Man theme type music at the very beginning of the game. And then near the end, when as the monster comes into his own, that's where it becomes more rock and more like not as like heroic, but more just badass type of music. I see what you're saying. Like as they become their own style and they don't let it... Uh... They don't. Like, they no longer want to become not, a hero, at least in terms of what this world views as a hero. Yeah, almost as you know when you when you have a favorite restaurant and you really like it and you see a view of it, almost romanticized, and then you work at that restaurant and you're like, "All right, yeah, I mean, it's still good, but I know what it is." Yeah. Pricing full pop. I'm thinking full pop. All right, Jay, get your timer out because we're gonna name this game. Go. I I don't know. The first tile that came to my to my mind was Monster Within. 
I was thinking a similar thing, like monsters inside. The monster inside. The monster inside. 14 seconds. The monster inside is a game where you play as a misunderstood hero that never got his shot. So instead, he's taken everyone down a stack or two by facing them while still trying to hold true to his ideals. How will the world accept him? Will it? All right. So I think we have a game here. Jay, what do you think? Would this be a game you'd want to play and is it fun? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like your typical open world action adventure game that has a narrative driven through it with a lot of side quests and stuff to check off the list, um, which I've arguably had way too much of this year. But I do play a lot of them, and it is the genre I prefer. So I would give it a shot. I'd play it if it were really interesting. If I found out, I was like, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of different heroes. I like this kind of stuff. Where um, besides pets and leveling up living creatures and making them stronger along with me, another jam that I really like is multiple people being good at different things. What do I mean by that? Super Smash Brothers, where everybody has their own niche and they do it really well and you all got to fight. Or Overwatch. Or Rainbow Six Siege, where we all have these unique powers and we got to go in against each other. So if this game had something like that where I could experience that, I would enjoy it. Now that we have a complete game, what game studio would you assign to be able to make the monster inside? The first the best studio that comes to mind for me is Monolith Studios, the people behind Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Just because I mentioned the Nemesis system, they're the only one ever to have implemented it for some weird reason. Uh, they invented <laughs> yeah. it and they're the only ones that used it. Maybe they have like a weird thing where like no one could use this. We could only use it for these Trademark. Lord of the Rings games. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, they have it. They know how to make a giant open world. Shadow of War showed us that they just could make a really good system and then burn it to the ground and just make you do it over and over again. But uh, maybe for the next game, they could learn how to make it even better. I'm thinking Ninja Theory, just because they have that kind of demonistic way of playing of looking at games they did um send you a sacrifice they did devil may cry and i think that combo structure with also a little bit of horror a little bit of uniqueness mixed in would work well sweet uh the last game i had in mind or game studio i had in mind was deep silver volition the people behind um saints row and agents of mayhem I've never played these games, but I know they're big open worlds that were at the time considered GTA likes, but then evolved into something on its own. And it became kind of like a superhero game from what people have told me, where your character is just flying over the map, shooting rocket launchers and just doing crazy shit all over this world. Ubisoft. You're in an open world. You have tasks to do, you have places to level up, and you got a story. I think they're going to knock it out of the park. It's a video game. 
<laughs> that's like the most general thing. It's almost an in joke how general that statement was. And with well, that, I mean, Ubisoft has kind of like it's a video game ass video game. Yeah, very polished. And that isn't bad either. And I think with a with a hero villain story where there's technology and an infrastructure set up, it would almost make sense, right? Yes, it sounds like it sounds like an Ubisoft game. I just didn't want to mention them. Hopefully, it's not due to controversy. And with that, our two hundred fourth IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to give us extra support, please head over to Patreon.com/WeAreNotGameDevs for just a dollar. Patrons receive episodes early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which you caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash we are not game devs. Like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review The Monster Inside, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, I'm AG. And I'm Jay Yee. Thank you. And please remember that we are not game devs. Honestly, guys. So what I would do with our pre-shows, and I'm probably going to lump these together in a project, is we talk at length about certain video games all the way until completion. So if you pick these games up in your backlog and start playing them week to week and you get to certain points, you can you can leave off on our pre-show where we left off, play to a certain point. Then listen to the pre-show and you're going to get our commentary about that game. It's not director's commentary, but it's going to be funny anyway, because Jay and I play games completely different. So you're either going to laugh because Jay's stuck in hell trying to collect everything or because I'm super lost and I don't know what's going on and I don't know anybody's names. And then I start to learn people's names. Yeah, there are there are more times where I think the pre-show is longer than the actual show. Then so if, the other way around. So that's another video game podcast for sure. If you want to check that out, it's um, it's to the point now where um, because the reason I think about it is I want to go back and listen to the 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim podcast that we did um, to, to refresh. But anyways, yeah. Uh, love everybody out there. Thank you during this trying time of technology and whatnot and my snot and everything else. So.